Hello and welcome to episode 171 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We're going to uh, continue with our Confolomy study for this week today. Uh, we are still in November 11th to November 17th, Hebrews chapter 7 to 13, and High Priest of Good Things to Come. We're going to move on to the, uh, the section covered in um, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, which is called Faith Requires Trusting in God's Promises. Uh, this is a really packed uh, chapter, and uh, I've really just picked out a few of the things that stood out to me, uh, but they are not by all means the only things within this chapter. Um, we read in Hebrews 11, chapter 1, to begin with, uh, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And this is a, a very fairly well-known scripture, uh, talking about another definition of faith. Uh, the manual does talk about another definition, um, which I'll come to in a minute. But this definition is interesting to me because those of you that listened to a previous episode about uh, the Book of Mormon challenge about the Enos uh, chapter in the Book of Mormon uh, will have heard me talking about this cycle of um, assurance, action and evidence uh, and how faith works through this cycle. We are given an assurance of something to begin with by someone, whether it is a missionary testifying to us of the restored gospel in the hopes that we'll feel the spirit and come unto christ whether we are a child who hears the testimony of our parents uh, in our in our home or in the things that, and that gives them an assurance that there is blessings to be received by living the gospel whether we are a family member uh, of someone who shares their honest deep felt thoughts all of us at some point will have given been given an assurance by someone else which then leads us to ponder for ourselves the message in our hearts. No one, and I, I really believe this, no one comes to Christ, no one comes into this church, no one continues to follow Christ after they've been baptised without assurances from others uh, that this will lead to great blessings. Otherwise, why are they following it? You know, it, it is something which actually, I think when we stop to think about it, we're like, well, of course, everyone receives an assurance for this, that this will happen. Uh, and then... This leads to action, which you might call faith. Uh, faith, is, we, we read often, uh, is an, acti an action word, is a doing word. To have faith is to then to do something because we trust in the promises that the Lord has promised us. Or others have assured us that will come to us as we follow this um, action, whatever it is with, that we place our faith in. Um, and then uh, there is evidence. So we see the evidence of, our, of those blessings. And sometimes evidence, as we read in this section today, is not always very clear. Uh, we'll talk about what, why that might be. Uh, but it's interesting to me because uh, this cycle of assurance, action, evidence, and then back. And then this evidence, of course, gives us our own assurance. And that's when faith becomes self-sustaining. It becomes our own. Is when we have evidence which leads to our own assurances rather than just relying on the assurances of those testifying to us. Whilst powerful they may be, we need to have our own evidence so when times do come that shake our faith, we can withdraw back or withdraw back. We can turn back to that evidence which fuels further assurance and leads us to act through the difficult time. Uh, so this interesting thing about this cycle is that these three words are found, I think, within this verse. Maybe not like very clear or you know in words as they are now, but assurance um, 
to begin with that one, if you look in the uh, footnotes under the word substance, um, it suggests the word assurance, basis, or foundation. And actually, the Joseph Smith translation suggests that substance, uh, sorry, assurance is the more appropriate word uh, than substance. I had a look in the, uh, the, bio, the Strong's Concordance app for the Bible, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, assurance is certainly uh, one of the terms that could be suggested from the Greek translation uh, instead. Uh, another word could be confidence, just out of interest. Uh, so yeah, that is great. Assurance is in there. Then, of course, the word action. Now, the word action is not in there, but the word faith is. And as I said before, um, faith is an action word. It is a doing word. And so you could put the word action uh, as faith in there. For example, action is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But of course, this action is more than just action. It's, it's acting with trust in God's promises. So that's why we use the word faith rather than action. But it is an action word. And then the word evidence is in there, of course, the evidence of things not seen. And so just for me, that was a great uh, boost in my understanding and my, my hope and my love for that verse and for that understanding of that cycle as well. Uh, I've just realised it's taken me five minutes to kind of go through that itself. And it is worth doing because I do love that idea of assurance, action and evidence. And the fact that it's backed up in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 is great. And in verse 2 it says, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Uh, or in other words, a re they received a witness or a testimony. And again, checking the uh, the Strong's Concordance with the Bible app, uh, again, they say witness, test testimony, uh, record, um, you know, so it is, again, a great uh, translation there uh, for that for that word. Because, again, a good report, I mean, it isn't very clear. Um, yeah, so... Looking at this, there's a quote uh, by uh, yeah, El, El, Dietrich Uchtdorf, at the time was President Dietrich Uchtdorf, who said, quote, Faith is a strong conviction about something we believe, a conviction so strong that it moves us to do things that we otherwise might not do. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Whilst this makes sense to believing people, it is often confusing to non-believers. They shake their heads and ask, how can anyone be certain of what they cannot see? To them, this is evidence of the irrationality of religion. What they fail to understand is that there are more ways to see than with our eyes, more ways to feel than with our hands, more ways to hear than with our ears, close quote. And I've made mention of this before, that this idea that people don't believe, well, of course they don't believe. They've not experienced that for themselves. They haven't seen that evidence. Um, and without that evidence, it really is, it, well, it's, it's not possible to really have faith, to have true faith, uh, because we need that. We need that evidence. Um, and so when we look at people who, you know, kind of disregard what we what we believe, sometimes we might have a bit of resentment, but actually it's completely understandable. What we need to do is just continually give them that assurance that we have had that, and hopefully one day that will lead them to act and, res and see that evidence for themselves. They will see with their eyes and their hands and feel with their, feel with their hearts the things that they cannot see, feel, or hear right now. Uh, and so, you know, and that's why in the last days, I, I guess, this is why we've been told that the gospel and that the church will be spread across the earth, but there'll be, num but they'll number in few. Uh, and so, because it is something which we need to seek and to act on, what of the assurance of basically the testimony of others, 
until we receive that evidence of our own. Anyway, we're coming up towards the 10-minute mark, and I, we've actually only got through half of what I wanted to say, so I'll leave the rest for tomorrow. Uh, if there is anything that you've been studying within Hebrews 11, it is a really rich uh, chapter. And as you can see, we've really only gone through two verses of it in this 10 minutes. And so I'd love to hear from you, uh, just to kind of supplement any of your thoughts or ideas into what I share tomorrow. It would be amazing to hear and share some of the things that you've, have, you've learned so that uh, we can hear and be a community of, of learners together. Uh, thank, please email uh, ldsstudysession at gmail.com or tweet me at mattsroberts19. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.